0: Hey everybody, we're Bob and Audrey, a husband and wife team.
1: And this is our podcast all about relationships.
0: We are marriage and relationship enthusiasts, believing there is a God-given design to thrive in both life and love.
1: And we think that Jesus is amazing and worth following with everything you have. On this podcast, we are putting together the truth and best practices we have learned over our 35 years of marriage, and more specifically, over the past 18 years, where we have spent our lives helping people love their relationships.
0: After getting through our own family crisis, we became passionate about rescuing and mentoring others. We have authored numerous books and developed on-demand courses that can be found on our website, Life.
1: And with all that said, let's dive into the episode for this week.
0: Welcome to our podcast. This is episode number 72.
1: We're so glad you're here. Mm -hmm. And um, our topic today is going to continue from last week, talking about foundations and the amazing things that the gifts that I can bring. bring. It's like I have these priceless gifts that I can bring to all. All of my relationships yes. just because of who I am. Mm-hmm. And uh, last week's, we got some great response from those of you who said, Thank Hey, you. steadfastness is a real thing. And I'm going to bring attention and intention to mm-hmm. the feeling that I'm going to be loyal and safe. But there are a few other gifts that are a big part of our foundations.
0: Yeah. Two of them today that we'll talk about is knowing God is your source. And then the third one is knowing your song. Mm-hmm. And so those will, those will be the two that we'll tackle in today's and episode. And I think you're going to
1: get a real fresh look at what it means like to truly know God as your source. I think that could become a cliche or something you've heard before. Oh, of course God is our source. We've learned that from forever ago. But it's incredible to really unpack how much we really actually think that the people around us are our source. We can fall into that so easily.
0: Right. But realizing, again, I really want you to see what a gift you are to your marriage. Mm -hmm. You see to your home, to your friendships, to your business. And so in this beautiful gift of knowing God as your source, all of a sudden you are no longer a person of lack. Mm-hmm. You're you're not missing anything. And when you know God as your source, it mm. delivers such a unfathomable, unfathomable sense of hope and future. Yeah, it does. So uh, then when you when you are experiencing, if I can say that again, I know I, I use it a lot, but that this is my experience. And when I experience the extravagance of his love. And I know who I am in him and who he is in me. Now he really becomes my source. And then I have extreme hope and yes. I have a bright future.
1: And we, I have a natural ability to bring happiness and safety and a sense of belonging to our marriage. It just comes naturally because I have hope. I don't just have wishful thinking. I have this um, positivity and this knowing that, you know what? I am not needy of you in this relationship. I am actually wanting to contribute and be a natural, effortless giver, a generous giver in this relationship.
0: Mm-hmm. When you think of you know hope and faith and future and confidence, those are all kind of feeling words mm-hmm. you know when you have those. And sometimes those feelings can fade. And this is why, especially
1: when something goes really bad.
0: Well, (laughs) I mean, we have the pressures of life, yeah, we all experience them, yeah. But again, I don't want my house to fail,
1: right? This is about foundations. Life
0: is real, yes. But what we're talking about are our foundations, absolutely. So, this is not only the gift that I bring, but this is where I establish my life, Mm -hmm. this is where I find my footing. And where I build my life with And others. everyone
1: else around me could be making their own choices, but my choices and the gift that I bring to this relationship is God's my source. And that takes the pressure off of you.
0: It's, that's huge, Audrey.
1: Like that takes off the pressure of you to be something you were never designed to be. Mm-hmm. You weren't designed to be my source.
0: Mm-mm. No, and I can, and I'm sure people have heard this. When we first got married, I just loved your joy. I mean, you, you still were just, do. I, I still do. Yes, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> face it, you love it.
0: Yes, I do. Uh, but I wanted. I thought that you then would be a a source of mm-hmm. joy for me,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and because of that, I looked to you to actually be that. Mm-hmm. And w- did I really put words to it? Or probably even probably not. not even
1: intentional thought. You not. probably it was an underlying neediness that. I need well, a it little
0: bit not, of not a neediness, but almost even a, an expectation.
1: Ah, okay. You know that? Oh, this
0: is this is who she is. This is what she's able to do, and then that's what she'll be for me. And so all of a sudden, I, I want to enjoy it like I do now. Yeah. But before, I was needy, and when you're needy, you're a taker.
1: And you know what? For me, as I'm being very um, just transparent in this. I don't think I've ever told you in these words, oh, but no. basically, no, for, yeah. for many years I felt like you were my source of money. Like I like, I, I, you like money. I do like money and I didn't grow up with a ton of money. So that makes, has put some, just some desires to be some okay. security. And I deal with belief This is when it comes to money. Mm-hmm. But I remember there were seasons where, um, I thought you need to be doing more to provide for me. You're a provider and you're a man, but I thought you maybe you should be a little more driven and you should go get the money and you should be more this and that and that because you are my source for provision and security. Mm-hmm. Now you are my number one contributor for that. And you're an amazing provider and you bring, you know, you work, you're a very hard worker and you provide so much, but you're not my source. There's a source. difference between. And- being contributor a contributor and right, a source. And when I think that you are my source, that you are the source of my provision, I'm putting you in the place of God. And I put it on you to be my provider. Of mm-hmm. course you're my husband. And you know, there's all the the um the roles of marriage, and people can say, Well, of course he's your provider, he's your husband. And then I started to think, really? Because we're a partnership. Yeah. And I get to be just involved, just as involved. In the decisions we make with our money and our mm-hmm. future and our finances, and, and creating and creating resources. and re- exactly, mm-hmm. Bob. But for, for many years, I tried to dumb myself down because I'm the woman, and that's not my mm-hmm. job to bring provision. Mm-hmm. It's your job, and that was a. Um, I think that put just a, a limit on me that you're the one that does that so now i can't or i'm not that's hmm. not part of me and that put you in the point of i would have some some feelings about that that wait you're supposed to be my source for this but then it just really messed me up because you're my contributor but god is my source yeah and he's enabled both of us with gifts
0: so this is something that's very real yeah. you know for us yeah. in, in our relationship and as our foundation. Yes. Because not only do we experience God as our source individually, and in our previous, you know, podcasts we uh experienced God as the one who is so steadfast so faithful. So faithful, so unwavering, you know, con- consistent. So not only do we experience God in that way, but then together? Yes. Now, God's in our marriage.
1: Exactly. A marriage just, isn't just
0: between you and I, but God's in our marriage. And now we're able to experience, you know, God in this way mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. And, and we'll talk, you know, later as, as the podcast right, goes on. because it really
1: moves us on because to the, the, the second
0: the Because the second one is knowing, you know, our song. Right. And so there are uniquenesses, if I can say that. Yes, yeah, so I that, think you is can. That, is that one okay? You
1: sure can, for my sake. Uh, <laughs>
0: and uh there are differences that we that we have mm-hmm. of, of giftings yes natural abilities yes. that we bring and yet it's it's god that not only is our source but there's some holes in our lives yeah. <laughs> that neither of us have yeah. There's only
1: two of us, and we need God. Let's just put it that way. Yes, we do, and we're very aware of that. Yeah. And He is person-sized in our house; like He's this huge, amazing, powerful Creator God, but He chooses to make Himself. Well, we talk about having
0: a personal relationship. Yeah. And so, in having a personal relationship with you, with anyone else, what you experience is a personality. Yeah. And so, I want to experience the personality. You know what would what would the personality <laughs> of Jesus you know be experienced you know if he were, you know, a part of our marriage, and, and he so is you, a part, yes, yes. But you and I, this is a place where we come into an agreement, yes. and begin to experience the abundance
1: of his power to, that
0: he has for us. Yes,
1: yeah. he he, powers, he through powers through for us to get us places, Bob, that you and I yeah. alone could never get to. He
0: he has been and continues to be such peace for us. Yes. Now it's far more natural for you and I as yeah. never before. Yeah, because we've been hanging out
1: with him a lot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, but that, again, for either of us, I mean, for, for us, it just wasn't as, quote, natural.
1: And another thing that wasn't as natural for us is that romantic part. We are both... You know, we don't, you know, gift giving and all that, all the romantic stuff. We just like both weren't that interested, but yet we love that about now us, we're but cherishing. God, yes, moment you know,
0: one another and, songs together. Yeah, things that are romantic, and walks I both together. You giftings of getting stuff done.
1: Y- yes.
0: And, and so, I get
1: things done fast, you get that things done right, and yeah. then together we're amazing. So, but God powers So what we're through. talking
0: about our differences, yes. and you've heard us speak. Please don't allow your differences to divide. Yeah, and the the beautiful gift today, the two that we're talking about that you get to bring into the foundation of your marriage and your relationships is really knowing God as your source. For me, one of the most profound. Uh, stories of, of of Scripture is in John chapter 4, and Jesus meets the Samaritan woman.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: And that is one of the most profound ones because there he reveals himself to her as the Messiah, but more than that, that he is the source. Yes. You know, that out of your innermost being shall flow rivers of living water where you'll never thirst again. You'll never Ever have that sense of lack? Wow. He's the one that satisfies.
1: Wow! And just thinking about that, I, I, my mental picture, and I know you think, well, Audrey, well, you got a great imagination, but I do think of that whole thing that in a in a Sahara desert where there's hot, hot sun and no relief, no water, no food, no greens, no nothing alive, and you're just hot burning sand. If you just, if you walk day after day in there, it won't take very long before you're parched. You have nothing left. And um, yet within that, then Jesus comes with this picture of you approach this river. All of a sudden you find the mouth of this river and it's living water and it's it's so quenching and I want to plant myself and be that tree that's planted by streams of living water where my leaves never wither. And I always grow fruit and I'm always satisfied because the river is right there beside me and my roots go Mm -hmm. down deep and knowing my foundation is that he's my source. And, um, you know, I brought up that other thing earlier about you, Bob, and uh, how I can could feel the shift when I it was an unspoken expectation of you, but I took it off of I took it off of you mm-hmm. and made God my source for that. It was never you that was supposed to be enough. We work together, yeah, but we're not you weren't my source to be God. There was no way that you had the ability to be God. You work hard and we both work hard, but yeah. it was God who is our provider yeah. and who personally is my source right. and of provision.
0: Right. And and I don't wanna and And even for each, you know, for each of our listeners today, Mm -hmm. I don't want you to minimize, you know, the significance that you are in a relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, when you bring that proven character of being steadfast, you you see, you change the atmosphere. All of a sudden you're making decisions, you know, with God. You're co-creating with him Mm -hmm. and you can move into any environment And all of a sudden bring a calmness, you know, a security and a safety, a confidence and a courage uh, simply because, you you know, your source. Mm -hmm. And when you know God is your source, all of a sudden uh, you're never, ever in lack. And now you can harmoniously, you know, interact with others because no longer is it necessary that you need to be heard, but rather... When you know God is your source, now you can absolutely step into other relationships and serve them. So I, I want to talk about this, and this is real important, because this is where relationships uh, all struggle, hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. All relationships struggle predominantly because someone in the relationship is being selfish. mm Okay uh, and again not no pointing fingers here Hey, but, but it's true but this is what we experience this is what I experience with me okay if things aren't going well typically
1: someone's Bob being, selfish. Is being selfish and i would say typically audrey's being selfish there's something that i'm giving into a fear or i'm giving into a
0: so when you know as we have you know devoted you know our lives in Walking with couples and and you know helping to rescue people in in crisis. and, and break
1: the cycles yes. that keep going oh, around go. and around and around.
0: Right. What we find is that selfishness mm-hmm. is huge. Yes. okay, so the answer, isn't stop it.
1: <laughs> I, wish it was. <laughs> I wish it was. I wish we could just, I wish we had a pill. Yeah. I want to get a stop it pill. Yeah. Just take these pills and stop being now, so mean. Now, in in, <laughs> in, in
0: in some situations, it's almost as though, yeah, you do need to stop it. Yes. Okay. Because your behavior. You're cruel. And, your, yes. and the choices that you're making, mm-hmm. you're just being cruel. Mm-hmm. And, 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 it, and that needs to stop. That is not okay, okay
1: to treat another now, human being with cruelty. Right. Right.
0: Now what that doesn't do is change the motivation of the heart. Right. And so if selfishness is is that powerful, what we wanted to do is actually find a solution.
1: Yes, a and simple I, I solution,
0: with, I, you know, for yes. individuals, how do we combat the selfishness in my own in me?
1: In how me? do I combat the selfishness that's in me. Exactly. I mean, this is like, where's the magic formula here for this one? And I think it was about, you know, we went through a crisis 20 years ago. Most of you know what that is. It's in episodes one, two, three, four, five, if you want to listen. But um, then about 15 years ago, we started getting deep into um, getting our doctorates in ministry, wanting to really help people, wanting to get just that practical help to help couples and marriages and families.
0: Well, we've journeyed through. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's something that I would I, I wouldn't want anyone to go through, but I mean, people struggle, mm-hmm. and so it was like, okay, how do we translate what we've gone through? Yes. And to be able to help others. Now, again, there isn't a magic formula,
1: and there's never an end to that journey. We yeah. continue to learn every week with each right. other, every Just day, even the
0: things that we share. Yes. You know. From podcast to podcast, the application
1: Mm -hmm. is
0: the most important. It's not the information that you you know you receive. But then, what does this look like? You know, how would this be applied? You know, in my marriage, in my relationships with my children. Right, application is everything.
1: So we really wanted practical application for the selfishness pill. Like, what is the pill for that? And so we were saying, what is the opposite? One of a great way and a great approach to trying to get victory or breakthrough from something is to find out what the opposite is. Mm-hmm. And so we said, what so, is the opposite? And this is a
0: this is a wonderful you know ywam phrase. Yeah, you know? Yeah. And, and we were with them yeah. decades ago, right? And that was responding in the opposite spirit. Yeah, and so then how would you respond? You know,
1: to in, in the
0: opposite. To selfishness.
1: Right. And so the opposite of selfishness, and you can think of it, is... Generosity or giving or serving—like these—are all the ones we had Those thought all of. Really good, but they were all um, behavior words.
0: Yeah, just kind of a doing. So doing, I need to doing, doing, stop be more doing more tasky. This start, start doing, doing that. that. And
1: it seemed very surface. It's like it only lasts as long as the person is being behaved or igniting their or using their strong will, yeah, and that runs out. That yeah. runs out after a while. But what is the heart behind it? What is the opposite of a selfish mm-hmm. heart? and we found the answer to be this the opposite of selfishness is being satisfied a satisfied heart can never be selfish because it's the exact opposite of everything that selfishness says
0: because again just allow yourself you know to you know work through this here when you're when you feel And and it's typically more when you're experiencing it from someone, okay? And you're just like, man, they're just so selfish. You know, you you typically don't see it in yourself, (laughs) but it's easier to experience it from others. Totally. But again, if you take a look at that other person and rather than just seeing them as selfish, if you can see behind that, all of a sudden you recognize, oh, there's there's a place where they're not satisfied yeah and and they're floundering and they're looking yes and so you know within so my true, own Bob. heart and life you know i wanted audrey to be i wanted some sense of security mm-hmm. and that's going back to you know last week's podcast where steadfastness mm-hmm. you know really brings that place of safety mm-hmm. and you know today we're talking about you know knowing god as your source but Again, Audrey is a wonderful, she's my number one contributor, but she cannot be my source. Mm -hmm. And and again, anytime that I look to others or someone or something, you know, to, you know, be my source or to satisfy me in that way, I become a user in that relationship.
1: And I was just thinking about maybe what that you're listening and maybe you're thinking, wow, that's my spouse. Like they're so Mm. needy. And I wish they could hear this podcast and I wish that they would, I wish they are so smothering and I wish that they would become that tree that is planted by the streams of living water. So they will grow their own fruit instead of picking mine all the time and wanting me to be the source. And yet the thing is, even you, you, it might even be obvious, even people on the outside might go, whoa, that's a needy person or you live with a difficult person. There's always something in you. That you get to go deeper. There's always something where you can know God is your source of peace and rest.
0: But again, combating selfishness. Yeah. And what we're looking for is being satisfied. Mm -hmm. And when someone is satisfied, it's kind of like I've had enough. (laughs) You know, like no more. It's it's good. I'm not in need. I'm not in lack. Uh you're thinking of you know Thanksgiving dinners, you know, and it's just <laughs> Don't like, give me another bite of turkey. I've I've had enough I'm satisfied. I've right. had, you know, more than enough. Yeah. But then what you're able to do is sit back and rest. Yes. But uh, when you feel as though it's required of you to be someone's source. You can get yourself on that treadmill mm-hmm. and and begin to guess. Now, what 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 would they want here? What would they want there? Yeah, I'm and,
1: walking on eggshells. Mm-hmm. What do I do? And that's where you have to sit back. And what you need is to trust. If you're living with a difficult person and you feel like you're living on egg and you're walking on egg- eggshells, it's time for you to say, "Well, I want to be such a satisfied person that I actually trust God to be enough for that person. Yeah. Trust God the, for when I don't, I yeah. won't just." Follow I'm going to every whim that they I'm gonna throw something
0: there. in here that's just complete,
1: way out there, left completely, field,
0: completely left field. But you brought up difficult person, right? And so, anytime that you're going through a difficult season, let's mm-hmm. say, and even what people have been experiencing this year of 2020 through this global pandemic, is you know it, it has altered the, the normality of life, and things have become. You know, a little more difficult. But what what people do and need to do when life gets difficult Mm -hmm. is communicate more. Mm -hmm. And typically, when life gets difficult, Mm -hmm. you withdraw or you withhold Mm -hmm. or you pull away, and it's or you perform. Yeah, but but all of that, Mm -hmm. there isn't that connection, right? So again. Being steadfast, knowing God is your source,
1: completely secure.
0: Yes. Now, when I'm satisfied, now you can move to the other person simply because I believe that they're hurting. Mm-hmm. And when you're a satisfied one, now you're a safe place and now you can really begin to listen. Not necessarily, you know, with the idea, I'm going to fix you. But you want to begin to be able to create that safe place for them.
1: Yeah, and as we were speaking, I guess the light turned on for me that source and being steadfast really are a continuum. Because when I know Him as my source and I know His faithfulness, I will be faithful. And as I, you know what I'm saying, yeah. I'm just seeing the the continuum that he, that He's steadfast, therefore I am steadfast. Mm-hmm. He's my source, therefore I can be. I'll never be your source, Bob, or my kids' source. But I will be a very good contributor, mm-hmm. and I will be able right. to have that unwavering right. faith for you, mm-hmm. even though you need to walk through the door yourself. I'm trusting. Well, we've,
0: we've all you know, felt the pushback from kids. Yes. Because you know, they're you know, wanting to you know, be independent, find, yeah. find their own identity sure. and their own independence. Right. But again, just because they've hurt you doesn't mean that you pull away. But you you remain steadfast. All of a sudden you're a satisfied when you're a safe one. Mm-hmm. And you, you're able then to create a house of mercy mm-hmm. in a land of peace. Yes.
1: Yeah, and you're great. able
0: to then create I love harmony.
1: It. Yes. So and there,
0: that leads us, you know, right into our third one.
1: And there's nothing you need right now that God can't provide. And um, you are you are uniquely um, created to have a dependence on God and never have you, never have to be each other's source, but you will be that number one contributor. And knowing it as God is your source will satisfy your heart and giving you all that you need to grow and really tend to the garden of your marriage and your family. Mm-hmm. Bob, I thought, and, it-
0: and then I just want to really encourage couples, yeah, is that your marriage is designed, you know, as one. Of a kind relationship. Yes, this it is, is such a unique relationship, unlike any that you will ever have with anyone else. And it's and it uniquely, you know, develops your co interdependence. Yes, on, we both on the depend Lord. on God.
1: As a unit, as a marriage. Yes. There's three of us in this marriage, and you and me, we depend on God.
0: Mhm. And, our and source. that was probably the the thing that drew us together. Yes, it was. Was
1: part of our foundations. We need him. Yes. Yeah. And I think a good thing to talk about sometimes as a married couple, when it's the right time, you don't you can overtalk about this, but have an intimate moment where you ask each other, you know, or tell your spouse when you feel closest to God, because it's not about reading your Bible, pray every day, go to church. Those are things that are all good. They're great habits and they're, yeah. but feeling, experiencing the love of God, feeling close to God. When do you feel really close to God? Mm. That, a, you know, Bob, it's, when it's, do it's, you feel really close to God? Yeah.
0: Uh, f- for me, again, that I, I, I'll create a, a solitude. Yeah. you know, a, a time of, of being away, there's really a couple, couple of things, <clears throat> you know, one is, is my midnight hours.
1: Hmm. You know,
0: last night I had one of them. You, you did, <laughs> oh, didn't you? We haven't
1: goodness. even talked about that. I no. remember you said that first thing this morning. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, but you see, he, he, he meets me. There. You
1: depend on him in those yeah, midnight yeah, yeah. hours.
0: And then another one is, uh, I find that for me, uh, uh um, an excellent way for me of turning up the truth in my life yeah, is just simply listening to to worship music. I'm Mm -hmm. very selective in what I listen to, Mm -hmm. but I allow, if I can't sing, then I'll have someone sing over me and the Lord sings over me. And so I, I allow those, those moments are very, very important. But again, I feel closest to him typically when I have alone time. I mean, you and I, you know, we'll experience it together. But yet there's a uniqueness, you know, that is uniquely me and him.
1: Yeah, it's really individual. Yeah. And I feel closest to God when, um, again, when I'm in solitude. And this morning, Bob, I haven't had a chance to really talk to you much today. But today was the first time we I'd had a significant amount of time to just go into solitude as far as in nature in the desert. And I took a walk, you know, here in Arizona And just the way the schedule has gone, I haven't had a morning time like that. I turned off all electronics. I didn't turn on music. It was just walking in absolute solitude. I couldn't see a building in sight. And I just began to hear, just really be in communion with him, just talking, walking, whispering, singing, letting the angels join us. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, on and on. But we both really love solitude and yeah. and so we give that as a gift to each well, other e-
0: exactly. And so you know as couples, I'd really encourage you you know ha- have this conversation and just ask your spouse when do you feel closest to God? I feel closest to God when and just begin to you know answer that and explore that even together and
1: you won't have the same answers as us. this is so oh, yeah, personal it's yours.
0: then the next the next thing is is, you know, just simply ask your spouse: Are you needing a little more personal time yeah. or space without any without guilt?
1: Without any guilt, we are all over that. Yeah, you it's a, it's go. A good thing. Like we're pretty honest with each other. Right. I'm, I'm going grocery shopping. Do you want me to come, or do you want to be alone? I want to uh, be alone. Be okay, alone. great. Yeah. We don't second guess it. We don't think we're yep. in trouble. We're just like, okay, have a good time. Right. I mean, that's that honesty and that vulnerability and the safety that we have with each other is established. Mm-hmm there's so much safety that we can go out and be alone mm-hmm. and yep. get that, those times to reflect and, and just mm-hmm. be.
0: Mm-hmm. And I can't encourage you enough, and this is just make sure you make moments of turning off electronics.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. I know that you know, for, for Audrey and myself, for me, it can be a, a bit of a button because if, if you text her or send her an email, she's on it. Right. I mean, I'm very
1: she, efficient. Very and I, the last thing, the furthest thing a procrastinator you could probably find.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> I could be a procrastinator. Sure. <laughs> sure. But it's
1: well, my gift. <laughs> <laughs> it's the gift I bring to our marriage.
0: Okay. Uh, <laughs> but it's sometimes I think, oh, maybe I should send her a text and I could get some attention. And, again, that's not the place where you want to go. Right. You see, that's the kind of sarcasm you right. don't want to and, have. And I'm
1: sure you don't notice. Back to this, like you don't notice where the other person is. Of course Of not. course you don't oh, notice. Oh, are you going to
0: tell on me now? Well,
1: you can imagine that I could say, well, you know, sometimes you're on your electronics. I mean, we could go. Oh, no, 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 like, no, no. That's no, what I'm no. trying to oh, say. Oh, no,
0: it's, it's mutual. Yeah, Absolutely it, exactly. Mutual. But all I'm saying is give yourselves <laughs> time to connect. Without electronics.
1: Exactly. We're,
0: we're hey, the, it's, it's the a world. Of, turn thing off to do. the freaking TV. Put <laughs> your phone away, your iPad down, turn off a computer. Hold hands. Go for a walk. Take walk. Look into each other's eyes.
1: Enjoy the sunset. Ah, you're being so old fashioned. No yeah. I'm not. What a concept.
0: One of the comments, Audrey, that we heard hmm. uh, back from our uh, live virtual events oh, yeah, that we had. Right. And there were a number of them. Right, uh, and and again, typically women are the ones that respond. But to the there survey. were so
1: many men that responded.
0: But the the women are were thankful that their man was there. Yeah, you know, participating and going through and enjoying their their time together. And then the other thing that they mentioned was that we enjoyed being together. But then you had us look into each other's eyes.
1: Oh, so many people mentioned yeah. that. That's true. And
0: and we experience that in you know the conferences and events yeah. that we do, and you know when we have private sessions in our home, and so many people think, oh, that's oh, so, so cheesy. Yeah, you know, and I can't it's just believe like, you're making me no, do no. that. This is
1: something. There's a humility that happens. Yeah. I don't care how vulnerability cheesy this is. And an yes.
0: openness, honesty, transparency, yeah. all of those that lead to a place of intimacy.
1: Yeah, and I was you know just to let you guys just to, we haven't got the landing page ready quite yet, but put it in your calendar January 16th. We're having another live virtual event. We've had nothing but incredibly strong comments of how that experience was worth everything they invested in. Well,
0: and people are are, are ready. And, yeah. and so what we've done is we we're planning a live, you know, virtual event. Every three months.
1: Because couples want it. They and said, so that's worth our investment.
0: Yeah. And we're going to, you know, work on a theme yes. and really help you know, disciple couples. In really? This it's our year. way
1: of discipling couples because, um, I mean, this January 16th, I am I am extremely excited. It's one of my favorite subjects of how to make the best decisions as a couple. And it's something that is very natural to do at the beginning of the year to just set yourself up for the best year ever. So that's January 16th. You'll hear more about it as we go along. But um, something that we back to the subject of today's podcast is the third thing as we said, know your source, but know your song, yep. the gift of being the best version of my song and of myself is such a gift to the foundations of, of, um, of our relationships and to our children and everything. Because if you're trying to be like someone else or pretend you with someone else or wish you were someone else, it's going to get you in trouble because the world and your family and your spouse needs your song. Mm-hmm. you know. And that's just a mosaic of your natural giftings, your purpose, your motivation, your passions. But when you are high-functioning... You just make mature decisions on how you act, what you say. You know, I still might be silly and playful, but I love wisdom. You see, Mm -hmm. and so then I'm free to sing my song.
0: And then when I know without restraints, right? But then when I know my song, I'm able to harmonize with others. Yeah. Then I begin to use my song or my gift
1: you know, to serve others. Yes, exactly. And I mean, we often mention, just because it's the most common, easiest way to say the difference between Bob and I is that I do things fast and he does things right. And you have no idea the polarization of how different those giftings are. And um, so, Bob, one of the um, guys that responded to our last uh, virtual event mm-hmm. in September said, um, when you taught us how to, how to um, sing our own notes... In our song, in our marriage, and combine those for harmony. It was such a revelation, and it set me free from having to be at the same speed. You see, he was waiting for his wife to do things faster. He was like me, Probably, constantly yeah. frustrated, constantly impatient. Why don't you like progress? Why do you procrastinate? Remember, we mentioned that. You know, why aren't you more like me? And that's what happens when we aren't just high functioning within our own song. And he goes on to say that this was the best mindset shift I have ever had in wow, my marriage. Wow, love it. Because sameness is yeah. not the same as oneness. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be the same, you guys.: And
0: I, I do want to encourage you to go to our website, lovemarriedlife.com, or Bob and and we have a free ebook download, "My Personality Goals, My Personality Goals." And because we're just about out of time on this podcast, mm-hmm. but there's an ebook that would be a wonderful thing uh, for, the, for you and you and your spouse, children to be able to work through. What we've been talking about are foundations, mm-hmm. and when you when we take a look at the foundations, we're identifying what we agree on. the 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 bigger picture. Yes, you know, of our dreams, our yes, goals, these our are our foundations, our desires, our values. The, these are the things that we agree upon. Yeah. While there may be, you know, um, a hundred different things. You know, um, that
1: we wouldn't do the same. That we wouldn't do. Or even agree how to get there.
0: But we can agree on this. Yes. But how you achieve these goals with your opposite personalities. I just want to simply call it, this is your spice of life.
1: You might call it
0: friction. You might call it agitation. Nice word, Bob. I like that. Uh, Just call it your spice of life. Yeah, because
1: opposites attract and that exciting, passionate, mysterious part of how different you approach things and approach the process. That's the spice, man. And couples
0: marry your opposite. Yeah. And so what you're doing is you're beginning to expose yourself to a wide range of new ideas and Mm -hmm. possibilities. Mm -hmm. Some of which, think of this, some of which you may have never ended up doing on your own. Right, because together... Recognize recognize what a gift you are to each other and what a gift they are to you. Mm -hmm. Don't, don't allow your differences to divide. Remember, your spouse is a gift. Again, the most important moment in this podcast is when you turn it off Mm -hmm. and you take the Information or the, the inspiration. inspiration that you have, mm-hmm. and now you apply it to your life, because ultimately, you and your spouse, you're working towards the same mutual desired end.
1: And as you close, and you might want to do this with your spouse or your child or your parents, but something I love most about the song you sing on Earth is, and that's just something good to talk about, Bob. You this know, this is
0: what I love most, Bob. About something you. I
1: love most about your song that you sing on the Earth is that you are. So steadfast and loyal. Like it's natural for you. You've been that way for 36 years. You are, mm. you make good choices. Thanks. Well, and according, I no, according to the word, like according to God, like you love God. Like that's yes, part I of do. the song you sing. Thank is you. that you love God. And I do not take that for granted.
0: Hmm. Also, just begin to talk, you know, with one another, yeah. with one another and share with one another. I love doing this. And it just comes so natural to me. Yeah,
1: the easiest. that's, is, a, that's,
0: yeah. a, that's a part of you singing your song. The
1: easiest, most and natural way together, that I serve. Yeah,
0: this is so natural mm-hmm. for us. Mm-hmm. So, for us, it's eating ice cream.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, getting a little chubby together. Why not? <laughs> oh no.
0: No uh, more ice cream till no Christmas. No more ice cream. <laughs> All right. Then we'll
1: go nuts. Okay. okay. All right, you guys. We love you so much. It's
0: been a good day. Thank
1: you for investing in your foundations. It's a good day. You can build a lot of incredibly oh. beautiful, artistic, mind-blowing art yeah. on top of a great <laughs> foundation.
0: <laughs> but today. I want you to find rest.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I want you to be a satisfied one. Yes. I want you uh, to be the highest just,
1: version of yourself. Just
0: to, to, to allow the Lord to quench you know the dryness, mm-hmm. you know, your thirst. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just get some time alone and allow yourself to really be loved by him and experience that. Let that be your reality and recognize that you bring the presence. You know, you change the atmosphere. Your life is significant. You're so valuable and important in your marriage and family. So don't withdraw or withhold. Be a satisfied one and bring the joy, the peace, and the harmony home.
1: Get to an alone place and just ask God, how do you feel about Mm -hmm. me? Stop everything, turn it all off, and just listen to his whisper. As he Mm -hmm. just tells you how he feels about you. All right. That's how he becomes your source Mm -hmm. every day, every minute of every hour.
0: All right. Have a wonderful week. And again, thanks.